Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 164, Give Me 8 Wheels and I'm Good. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have Amber as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, how are you? I am doing fantastic, it's a little humid, but you know what, I can tolerate it. It's a milestone for me today, this is my 164th episode, which means I've completed my goal if everything goes well. Not because of what you say, just because of what I say. Hopefully it goes well, and yeah, I'm excited, and I cannot thank you enough for doing this. No, thank you so much for having me on this. I, like I said before him, this is my first interview and I'm super excited that this is, this is crazy. Um, but yeah, let's, let's do this. Perfect. Now, before we jump into the topic of roller skating as your hobby, I'm sure the listeners would love to know who is Amber? Um, well, Amber is a 26 year old black woman that is just enjoying her life. Just being free, just enjoying her hobbies and um, just trying to learn more about herself, not taking life too seriously. Just I love I love just doing a lot of things. That's what I'm, you know, that's what I'm focusing on right now. <laughs> and some of those things are roller skating. And also, I've noticed you do pole dancing as well. Yes. No, I. I definitely have questions about like combining those two together and stuff like that. I'll, we'll get, jump into it, but I'm really excited to go into that. But before we go even further, I'm sure the listeners would love to know if you have any social media links, websites, or projects, or anything at all that you would love to share. It can be related to your hobby or it can be related to absolutely anything at all. Yeah, of course. So I have an Instagram account, um, which is AJ Bolton. So A period J Bolton. Um, that's the only account that I'm really active on. I I do have, I'm not gonna lie, I do have a TikTok, but I'm barely on that thing. I <laughs> I tried it and I'm like, mm, you know, this I'm not I'm not sure if this is for me. So I just kind of stick with Instagram and maybe it just depends on how everything, you know, works out in the future. I might create a YouTube or um, you know, maybe be a little bit more serious on TikTok. We I, I don't know. But right now I'm on Instagram. So if, if you know if you want to check out what I do, feel free to, you know, go on there and you know, send me a message. So yeah. Perfect. I'll put that link down below so people can go check that out. And you guys definitely have to go check that out. She has some pretty cool activities. And when I say activities, I mean like she really rolls with it. If No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're just going to jump right into it. You do roller skating as your hobby. And now I'm sure <laughs> it's not just simply just going from point A to point B. You do a little bit more different stuff. You add some dancing into it. So how would you define, let's say if you can, your roller skating style? Yeah, um, to be honest, I'm I'm a rhythm slash sim, you know a little bit jam skating. So I I do a lot of dance skating. I guess that's what I categorize myself as. I am a I, I dance on skates. So I guess I'm a rhythm skater or jam skater. Um, but no, I uh, I love to dance on skates. I mean, the thing about it is um, it's a lot of fun because um, when I first started roller skating, I was into aggressive, aggressive skating. And that's basically like you skating on ramps, you know, doing the 360s, you know, street skating and stuff like that. So I was kind of like into that when I first started roller skating. But I just remember um, coming across this page on YouTube of these uh, rhythm skaters and just jamming out. And I was just like, this is kind of cool that, you know, these people are able to vibe, you know, with this music and they're on skates and it just was really dope to me and so after i watched that video i just started focusing on you know different moves uh that you could do on skates and i just fell in love with it i kind of just stopped you know with the aggressive skating but at the same time like i do like the street skate too so like you know when i'm like you know for example like if i'm skating to a place or something i also like to incorporate some of the dance moves that i do um with you know rhythm skating and stuff like that so no, that's that. I, I guess I categorize myself more more of a rhythm skater because um, rhythm skater skating is more of like you know trying to be on the B jam skating. It's more like break dancing, some more of hip hop, like you know you know breaking and stuff like that. That's more of jam skating, and I feel like a lot of people get a lot of those things mixed up. So I kind of categorize myself as a rhythm skater more than a jam skater. I do a little bit of jam skating, but um, not as much compared to like actual jam skaters that like are mainly on the floor doing some crazy stuff. But yeah, uh, I guess I'm not sure if I changed my answer. So I guess I would categorize myself as a rhythm skater. There you go. <laughs> and so speaking about rhythm skater, you also do or did aggressive uh, skating. Did they use different types of skates or was it kind of more universal? You can use any kind of skates or there's some that are better for rhythm skating. Right. So um, to be honest, you know, there's uh, 
boots, thirst cakes for everything. Um, but when I first started out, I used my Moxie roller skates. And those are very versatile, you know, skates to have because um, you can use them for outdoor, you can use them for indoor. And it kind of just depends on the wheels that you have overall and how comfortable you are with those skates. So like a lot, I get a lot of people asking me like, Hey, what type of skates do you recommend for me? You know, as a beginner and I'm like, Hey, honestly, just do your research because you know, a boot, you know, a, a skate or a boot might fit me perfectly, but might not fit you. And you might not feel comfortable in the same boot that I'm skating in. So it's just like, it, it kind of just depends on how comfortable you are with certain boots. And it, and it definitely depends on your goals as well. So it's just, um, you know, for example, like if you're, you know, cruising outside, like on the streets, whatever, you would want like a larger wheel to absorb like the craziness, like pebbles and sticks and rocks like that. But if you have, you know, smaller wheels, you could definitely use those for you know ramp skating or you can use that for like rhythm or jam skating which will allow you to do more tricks and techniques because you have smaller wheels that you can have that flexibility to do all those things but um sorry i I hopefully that answered your question no it does it does so for you you talked about how you kind of got introduced to it so to dive in a little bit more on that do you remember let's say the first move you tried to do and mastered and do you still do it the first move I tried to master was crossovers. Crossovers was the first move that I tried to master. I remember I practiced crossovers about two weeks until I felt comfortable. And I just remember just practicing crossovers, I think at least an hour a day. You know, during the time I was a college student, so I had, you know, a lot of free time. And it was like during the summertime. And I just remember practicing those. And I would just I just remember it being really difficult learning that. But once I got the hang of it, I just realized that I could pretty much do anything if I just continue to practice. And obviously, like as a skater, you have to use crossovers. Like um, when you're at the skating rink or for just skating in general, I, I use that on a daily basis, like when I'm skating and stuff. So um, definitely crossovers were the was the first moves that I had to master um and yeah now this might be a really odd question but have you ever tried your same amount of skill sets but let's say on ice skating so try to do rhythms of skating oh, on ice skating no 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 <laughs> see that's funny because i get a lot of people asking me do i ice skate i'm like no i i don't know like ice skating is just it's just not it for me. It's just, I feel like with ice skating, it's expensive because you have to pay to ice skate. And then also it's just like, you know, the, the way that ice skates are set up. I don't know. It's just, it just doesn't feel comfortable for me. It just doesn't seem, you know, it just doesn't seem like something that I would try out with ice skating. The blades kind of scare me though. I'm not going to lie, like the little blades, like I feel like that could just, you know, slash my throat or someone's throat. I don't know if I was to try to do some of the moves. Uh, and it's just a different technique, you know, with wheels, like we use our edges and stuff. It's the same thing with ice skating too, but they're they're on blades. So it, it might be a little bit different compared to how we do certain spins and stuff. Uh, but now I never really had the interest to try that on ice skating feats. Uh, it's just, yeah, it just kind of scary to me. They just, I don't know. Well, you know what? On the on the plus side, when you do roller skating, you can do it on other different surfaces. You can do it uh, at many right. other places. So you got more chances. And it makes sense why you prefer roller skating compared to ice skating. And I can't ice skate. Right. I'm Canadian, but the stereotype is not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, with hockey stuff. No, that's very, very true. Like with ice skating, like you're limited. You know what I'm saying? But with roller skates, you could do you know, some of the same moves, I'm not going to say all, but you could do some of the same moves that you could do on ice skates. And here's the thing with roller skates, you're, you're right. You could do it on many surfaces. You just have to have the correct wheels and then sometimes the correct boots to do those things. So you can even do it in your living room. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I love roller skating. It's free. Um, you know, like, yeah, you could go to the roller rink, but at the same time, you could practice like with me. I love practicing at the skate park because it's free. <laughs> and then it's just like you could be outside and not stuck indoors. Um, the only thing that's kind of difficult about it. I know roller skating is becoming really popular now. Um, these last few. Well, I think it was last year when it started becoming popular, but it's becoming really mainstream now. Before it became mainstream, it was really difficult learning, you know, certain moves because you don't really see a lot of roller skaters you know, posting their techniques. Now you have tutorials from, from roller skaters and stuff, but beforehand you didn't have any tutorials. There would probably be like three or two. Um, but a lot of the stuff you kind of have to learn on your own. 
So that's the difference between ice skating and roller skating is that there's a lot of, you know, instructors um, that teach ice skating, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, there's a lot of people that coach ice skaters, but when it comes to roller skating, especially in America, it's kind of hard to come across, you know, a coach that can, you know, instruct you. I'm not saying that they don't exist because there's clearly a lot of, they're not, I'm not going to say a lot, but there's clearly, um, you know, and, you know, roller skate instructors that might coach, you know, artistic roller skating and stuff like that. But you, they're probably like in California or maybe a really, you know, well-known state, you know, I live in Kansas, so it's in the Midwest. I don't really, I don't know. I haven't really came across, you know, an artistic roller skater coach, but um, it's just, you know, I feel like with ice skating, there's a lot more compared to roller skaters. And the thing is, is like with, with roller skating, you have to figure out most of these moves. Uh, well, before you would have to figure out those moves by yourself because there wasn't a lot of information based on that. But yeah, I mean, I just don't have no interest with uh, with uh, ice skating. I love my roller skating. It's you could do so much with it. So now this is this is an interesting question. You're talking about how ice skating. There's a lot of professionals who are teaching, but because uh, there's a lot of research out out there. But let's say for roller skating, there's not that much. But you're saying it's becoming more and more popular. So for you, have you ever taught anybody? how to roller skate and not just simply like roller skate, get on the skates. Like you could probably teach me, I can't do it, but I mean more like dancing style, the rhythm dance and stuff like that. No, to be honest, I, I, you know, I haven't taught anyone yet. I do help a lot. I do help a few girls, um, in my area, how to roller skate, but I haven't taught anyone just because I'm not certified yet. So like there is actually a program where you can be a certified skate instructor. And I actually want to go through that before I teach other people because I want to be able to actually have, you know, the credentials, I guess. And then also like being able to teach them to the best of my ability. So I do want to go through that program. Um, but I do help a few girls uh, when it comes to roller skating um, with like little techniques and stuff. Um, but no, and another reason why I don't want to teach at this moment is because I feel like I haven't learned as much as I want to like there's so much to roller skating that I haven't learned yet that I want to be able to experience and be able to master before I start t teaching other people and I know with teaching you kind of I'm not sure if this relates to a lot of instructors but I feel like when you teach people you kind of stop teaching yourself or you kind of well not kind of stop teaching yourself but your progression kind of slows down because you're focusing on teaching others so with me, I'm at this point where I want to learn as much as I possibly can and master as much as I can before I start teaching. Because I know once I start teaching people, there might be possibility that my progress might slow down or I might not be able to practice as much as as much as I used to. So um, in the future, I definitely want to um, teach. And I'm thinking about even having a workshop um, that might be like a monthly thing, a free workshop. But um, when it comes to teaching, I'm not ready for that yet. I see a lot of roller skaters on Instagram, you know, heading towards that direction of teaching and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. At the same time, like I said beforehand, with me, I actually want to be certified before anything, you know, because I do want to let people know, hey, I have, you know, the background, you know, I, you know, like I have the credentials to teach you, you know what I'm saying? Just, I just want to take a more professional route. And then, um, from there, you know, maybe give me maybe a year. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it might be this year. It just kind of depends on how I feel and how popular this thing, you know, blows up. But no, um, that's it. That's, uh, I hope that answered your question. Yeah. It absolutely did. And then maybe once this episode comes out, you'll, you'll already be a teacher. Maybe not. I don't know. But it's all up to maybe. you. You go at your own speed. But actually, on that note, you mentioned <laughs> something really important. You talked about how you're worried that if you become a teacher, you'll stop teaching yourself and, you know, learning new things. And this is an odd segue. But let's say, have you ever made a new trick and like your own trick, like the amber stamp. This is the amber move. No, I haven't, you know, to be honest, I haven't made um, any new tricks with roller skating. It's just kind of, it's really hard. You know, people think it's easy, but when you try it out, especially when it comes to rhythm skating, it's kind of hard. So like, I haven't really made any tricks yet. I kind of want to um, just master. Well, yeah, I guess master like, you know, other tricks that are out there before I can actually start inventing my own. I don't think, to be honest, I don't think there's any, um, I don't really see a lot of skaters doing, I mean, every skater has a style, like you have a style when it comes to skating, but when it comes to actual like tricks and stuff, I haven't really seen 
roller skaters like doing something crazy. I mean, like when it comes to spins, that's crazy. But I don't know. <laughs> I know I never. I guess I'm not sure if that answered your question. But no, I haven't made any tricks. I mean, I, I have my own routines and stuff that might be a little bit unique compared to other skaters because every skater has a different routine and stuff. But when it comes to like tricks itself, I haven't really invented anything yet. Yet, keyword yet. <laughs> But actually, you're talking about routines, which is a great segue to the following question: What kind of dance or music do you prefer to dance to while you're roller skating? Yes, I like to listen to like like house party, house party music. Um, a lot of you know just upbeat music, um, something that keeps me you know energized. So definitely house party music. Um, a little bit of like, um, have you heard of um, S. J. Lewis? No, but let's pretend. Let's pretend I didn't. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely heard of him. So yeah, I'm I'm out of the loop when it comes to music. Uh, you got to catch me up. For, refresh me. No, you're fine. So S. J. Lewis, he's just more of like a like a house party. I don't. To be honest, I don't know how to categorize him because he does different beats and stuff. But he he does produce some music that is very like you know kind of like uplifting. Well, not uplifting, but very like hyped and stuff. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but I call him K-Tran. K-Tran, but I think it's Katrina. Oh my God, I should know his name because I listen to his music like all the time. But he's he's pretty popular and, and you know, his music that he produced, that's something that I would definitely, well, that's something that I do listen to while I'm skating. I'm trying to think, there's a lot of artists. I'm not really good with names. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not good with names. So <laughs> I can't really think of anything on top besides those two, but... Yeah, I listen to a lot of, you know, energetic house party, uh, you know, a little bit of techno in there type of music. Just something that keeps me, you know, wanting to dance. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's I think that's the best I could I could get you. I'm not really I'm you know, I guess I'm a music person, but I suck with names. I suck with names. But hopefully, hopefully that can kind of, you know, show a little bit what I listen to, I guess. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm in the exact same boat. I'm, I'm a music person too. I produce music and I am horrible with names. I The moment I meet somebody, mm -hmm. I forget the name right away. It's it's like it's, yeah. it's a code. And so when it comes to, let's say, um, the music itself, um, I had the question in my head. See, I'm, I'm not only forgetting names, I'm forgetting questions as well. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's going to come back to me, but in the meantime, I'll skip to another one. For you, what would you say is the best part about roller skating on a personal and an emotional level? Oh, yeah. So, the thing, um, I'm not sure if I'm going to get shade from this, but the thing that I loved when I first started roller skating, the reason why I loved it so much is because it wasn't mainstream. Um, so, I loved how it was not popular and there was a few people that were posting content. Um, I know in the Black community, roller skating was popular. Uh, well, no, I'm not going to say it was popular, but, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of Black communities, we do, you know, roller skate and stuff like that. But at the same time, it wasn't mainstream popular. And um, I just, I just loved it how it was just kind of like underground. It was just... It was it was unique, you know, like it, I don't know how to explain it. Like it just wasn't trending. Um, and so like you, you didn't really see a lot of people at the skate park roller skating. Like when I would go to the skate park, of course, at the roller rinks, you would see tons of people roller skating because that's a roller rink. But when you went to like, you know, different places like at the skate park or if you were just like, you know, at the park or something, you, you wouldn't see a lot of people roller skating. You would see a lot of people skateboarding, you know, BMXing, you know, scootering and stuff like that. And so, especially in Kansas, um, where I'm at in California, it's different. You know, of course you have Venice beach, you have the roller skaters, but still like, it wasn't like really popping like that. So I loved how roller skating on Instagram, um, and on social media, uh, wasn't really a huge thing. And so, um, I don't know, it was just kind of like this small community that, um, you know, that we had, and it was just, I, I loved it. You know, I loved how it just, I know that's kind of like a really silly answer, but I just liked how small it was. Like the community was small. And then I just loved that, you know, it was kind of, it wasn't really explored, I guess, like certain moves, like you had to learn things on your own. So for example, like, for example, with ice skating, like I said beforehand, there's a lot of coaches out there, you know, that you can, you know, call up and be like, hey, can you teach my daughter how to ice skate? You know, you have coaches mm -hmm. out there that you can contact. With roller skating, you didn't have that. So a lot of stuff that you had to, a lot of stuff that you would learn, you had to learn that on your own. And I love that. I just love that it was different. 
you know, in Kansas, it was, it was different. Um, there wasn't a lot of people doing it. A lot of tricks you had to learn. Um, the community was small. So you kind of knew, you know, people throughout the world who like roller skated, especially like three years ago, Instagram, like it was small. The roller skating community was pretty small. And I loved it because you kind of just knew, you know, this person, that person, you didn't see them in person, but you can, you know, connect with them online. And so I just loved that. And then, um, since it's now blown up, I don't know, it's just, it just doesn't have that magic. I don't know. I, you know, it's like, for example, like when you discover a song and, you know, or you discover this artist and, you know, this is like your secret, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, this is my artists you know and then once the world discovers them it's just it's just not the same do you ever have you ever felt that way before yeah i i feel that way quite often it's like oh cool i found this like cool little thing underground thing let's say let's say for hip-hop artists like our artists i find like an yeah. underground hip-hop artist I'm like, oh that's cool and a couple years later they become mainstream i'm like all right you know what it's like uh I don't want to be that one, right. that dude, like, oh, well, I knew him before then kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing with, with artists. Here's the thing. Like, yeah, like it, you get the same feeling, but at the same time, you're happy that mm -hmm. they blow up because they deserve the recognition. Yeah. So well, that's different. But with roller skating, like it was just kind of like my baby. You know what I'm saying? It was just, I don't know. I loved it. I loved just having that, you know, you didn't really come across people like, hey, I roller skate. And I know that might sound really bad or whatever, but I just loved it. I just loved how it was kind of unique. Even though it wasn't unique, but a lot of it wasn't like popular, like skateboarding or anything like that. You know what? I kind of, uh, I kind of agree with you. Kind of like for like for the podcast for itself. Like when I started, I took a topic that was not popular so much, like talking about hobbies. Uh -huh. Everybody was doing true crime podcasts or doing uh -huh. uh, chats with a bunch of friends, and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm like, oh, you know, I want to be out of the mold. And then now I'm more and more, I'm seeing these types of podcasts. I'm like, oh, cool. I like I still, you know, mm -hmm. I, I started back then. I'm like, all right, cool. I was like breaking the mold back then. <laughs> right, exactly. So I know that seems. I'm not sure how that's gonna come across, but <laughs> I guess roller skating was my baby, and it was just, it was just kind of, I don't know. And now it's blown up, which is really, I mean, it's, I'm, not, I'm, you know, I'm indifferent about it. Like I'm, you know, it's kind of cool, but um, I just loved that. I just loved how it was unique and um, how I was just like, you know, at my school, at my university, I was like the only person doing it, and. Now it's just becoming a huge thing. But what was your question again? Dang, I just like went off. Oh yeah, the question, the question was, <laughs> what, what would you say is the best part about it? Yeah, and you, you yeah, answered so it, you answered it, you nailed it. Yeah, so that was the best part was just how it was just kind of underground. It wasn't really a, a mainstream thing, you know, it just kind of like made someone. And so that's the best thing about roller skating for me. And then also just being able to dance on wheels, you know, like you can, for example, like, if I was cruising to the grocery store, I can easily like jam to like my favorite song and I wouldn't have to worry about, you know, stop and I could just continue to skate and dance at the same time. And I love that. I, you know, I love cruising. I love going down hills and dance skating because it's just, it's a lot of fun. I could feel like in mid the middle of the night, you'd be like, oh, I feel like dancing. I just got to do it. <laughs> Actually, yes. now I remember the question. Does it ever happen to you that you listen to a song, like a brand new song, you're like, I have to skate to this i have to dance to this like you drop whatever you're doing and you just pick up your skates and you just start doing a dance yes yes and that's the best thing about it is like the years of practicing now i'm able to like listen to a song and be like oh man let me I, let me go ahead and dance to this let me go ahead and figure out a little routine that i could dance to this song and that's the best part because it you know when, when you start learning how to rhythm dance a rhythm skate it's difficult because it's just like certain moves it's kind of hard to do and so like you want to dance to the song but you only know like one move and it's just it, it's kind of hard but now i'm at this point where like i i love you know hearing a new song a song that hypes me up like you know if there was a song that came out from sg lewis that i'm like oh this is amazing it's nice to like put on your skates and just you know start jamming out you know what i'm saying and that's the best part is just you know um i can just stop what i'm doing and like pick up my skates and just start jamming and like i don't even have to you know worry about the location that i'm in i could jam at the skate park i could jam at the house i could jam at the roller rink and that's the thing that i love you know that's another thing that I love about roller skating is just, you know, just being able to, you know, dance. And then not only are you dancing, but you're on wheels, which kind of makes everything even more, you know, exciting. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I definitely do that a lot, especially when I hear this heat coming out. I'm like, OK, let me go in and put my skates on. <laughs> <laughs> and for you, when you do listen to these songs, do you prefer to, let's say, do more of a freestyle or more choreographed? Um, definitely more choreographed. I, I've been practicing on freestyling, but 
it, you know, I, I like to have a routine because it just, I don't know, like it's just, it's just easier for me, but freestyling is really, really important, especially if you're, you know, trying to challenge someone in the, the circle. So at the roller rings, there's some occasions where, you know, you might, there might be a little circle that's formed and then someone might go in there and start, you know, freestyling and then you would have to compete with them. So it's really important to learn how to freestyle because you never know, you might end up being in the circle and you might have to bust something, bust a move. <laughs> and so, um, no, I, but I rather prefer having a routine, but I, I'm definitely working on freestyle because, um, I know like there's different skate parties. Um, so this is, you know, at the roller rings, there's uh, different skate parties that happens around the United States. And so some skaters travel the different states and then some of those skaters will compete against other skaters and so um yeah that's a really cool thing about you know the roller rink wife which is not really getting a lot of light on instagram but yeah you there's a lot of skate parties that a lot of skaters you know travel to so like i think there's one in um i know there's one coming up in atlanta i think labor day i think what am i saying what's that labor day i don't know <laughs> soon soon uh, it's, so it's coming up soon. Yeah. And so like there's going to be a huge skate party, which I'm going to go to. And so you might, you, you know, there's different skate crews that, you know, show off their skills, show off their routines. You know, there's different competitions. So it's just like, yeah. And, you know, one of those things is, you know, freestyling. So uh, that's definitely a huge thing. I do prefer routine, but at the same time, you know, when you create a routine, it definitely helps you out with your freestyling because you know, you can, um, use those moves, you know, that you practice and then you might incorporate that in your freestyling, you know? So, yeah, I think, you know, to be honest, uh, like I said beforehand, I, I do like creating routines, but, um, freestyling, that's something that I am trying to work on more often, uh, definitely with those skate parties coming up. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Now you did bring up an interesting point talking about the skate parties and other people like just doing everything together. Do you prefer to do rhythm skating alone or with company? That's a really hard question because, you know, like I said beforehand, like when I first started skating, well, I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but I, I kind of learned most of the things on my own. Um, uh, but since I've been going to my roller rink, I've been learning with other people and I, I think it's 50, 50, you know, because I do like, you know, I, I kind of tend to be by myself a lot and I kind of like doing things, you know, by myself a lot. Um, but at the same time with the roller rink, I, I, you know, I like going there because you might see someone else doing a, a move that you want to learn and you could just go up to them and be like, Hey, how do you, how do you do this move? And they can show you, or, you know, it's nice to know that, you know, there's other skaters, uh, that are, you know, kind of stuck on the same move that you're working on or, you know, you could just learn from each other and try to figure out certain moves, how to do certain moves. And then, you know, that's that's the best part about it is when you're working with um, people, you kind of, you know, learn together and, you know, you guys can figure out something, you know, figure out a move, you know, with each other's help. But I love being by myself because it's just something about, you know, peace and quiet. And I don't know, I just, you know, I... um you know, I have a little bit of anxiety. So it's just like when I'm by myself, I'm more focused. You know, when you're with other people, yeah, you're, you know, you're focusing on learning how to do certain moves, but at the same time, you might become more social. You know what I'm saying? You might become more talkative with when you're by yourself, you're by yourself. So you're not, you know, you're more focused on what you're trying to accomplish. So, um, and then the plus is, you know, like I said beforehand, at the skate park, you know, I come up, I come at night, so it's not that active. So it's actually pretty peaceful. So yeah, I think it's a 50-50. I love learning both ways. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's it's your hobby. You could come at it at any angle you want. And the beautiful thing about it is that you could take a break by not interacting with anybody and just do your own thing. And that's kind of like a way to recharge your energy. You could do an intense workout. You could do a relaxed workout. If you're doing with company, mm -hmm. you might have to like try to one up them and to be com competitive, but that's like, that's the energy that brings. So it's cool that you found a balance saying, you know what? I'm just as comfortable doing it alone as I am doing it with company. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. That's very true. Mm -hmm. And for you, do you have any inspirations in the roller skating world? Like anybody you look up to, maybe somebody from back when roller skating rhythm dancing started? Yeah, of course. So I do look up uh, a few people. Um, I'm very, I love Questlove. He's amazing. He's been roller skating his whole entire life from what, from what I've seen on Instagram. Um, he's, he's amazing. I love how much control he has in, in the moves that he does. Um, I also, 
love T-Stack too. He's really popular. He's really popular among the uh, River Skin community. There's also South TTG. He's really popular too. So there's a there's there's about three that I look up to. Um, Storm Skater is also she's a female roller skater, and I I I actually know well I don't know her in person, but I talked to her. And she's really talented. She's been skating for um, over ten years. So I just I love um, you know watching them because they have a lot of moves in their moves in there. I'm trying to think of the words. Uh, they have a lot of moves that they. What's the word? In their think. arsenal. Just, <laughs> there you go. There you go. So yeah, they have a lot of moves in their um, arsenal. And it's just crazy how they have so much control, you know, pulling out those moves. So for roller skiing, the reason why it's so difficult is um, when you, for example, like I might be doing a move, but then I'm going to try to transition to this other move. And it's kind of difficult to do that, especially when you're trying to look smooth. And so like when I watch those skaters, um, I just see how flawless they're able to move to another move and it's just crazy and yeah i i definitely um you know if you're if you're into rhythm or jam skating i would definitely look up those people not jam skating but more rhythm rhythm skating if you're more interested in doing rhythm skating i would definitely look up these people up because they know what they're doing they've been skating for years and um they have a lot of control so yeah i i I definitely watch them whenever they post a video and I, i try to study what they're doing and i try to like you know mimic you know, their moves, you know, see if I could do it for myself. But yeah, definitely look those people up. They know what they're doing when it comes to roller skating. So now also Amber's being very modest as well right now. You also guys, you have to go check out Amber. Go look her up also. You know, you can learn a lot from her. See, <laughs> you're just trying to play modest right now. I, I understand. But yeah, I'm just going to be the, hype, the one hyping you up. So people go check out Amber. She has some pretty cool move sets and her Instagram is filled with a cool videos and little things i like honestly when i was watching one of your videos we, i couldn't hear the music there was no music but i saw you dancing and i'm like i can uh-huh. feel the music coming from your rollerblades is that weird like i was like <laughs> no no and, and that's i'm so happy that you you feel that way because it's just like you know that's that's my goal is because i see a lot of clips like i said before i i'm just telling the truth here. i see a lot of clips nowadays on instagram where you see a lot of roller skaters you know, doing a, a dance move, but they're not actually doing it to the music. They're just, you know, editing their moves to the music. And so for me, when I try to practice, because like I said beforehand, I I look up these people, you know, like Questlove, T-Stacks, Storm Skater, I see the way that they move and they're always on beat, you know, and that's the thing that you want to be. That's, that's the thing that you want to aim for when you're rhythm skating is you want to be on beat. Like there's no purpose of you trying to learn a move if you cannot be on beat. And so like for me is when I, whenever I try to skate, I, I listen to the music. I, I listen to the music. And I try to figure out like, okay, if I'm freestyling, like what moves can I do to the song? Or if I'm thinking of a routine, I think of the same thing, like, hey, look, maybe this move might work out, you know, with the song. And so that's the thing that I go for is uh, being able to dance to the music. That's that's the number one thing is um, being able to dance to it and how you can express yourself through roller skating. And so that's that's my main goal is just to be able to, I guess my main goal is to be able to Oh, now I'm talking so much where I'm kind of forgetting where I'm coming from. No, it's okay. <laughs> you know what? That that's my, I'm gonna end it there. Yeah. So th- I'm so happy that you brought that up because I want. I don't even know. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, that's, that's my main goal. Well, you know what? I, I love it because you make it as if you are one with the music. Like you don't make it two separate things. You're just like you combine. You and the music are one th- person, one item, one ident- identity, one, I don't know, we're trying to figure out like a word. Like I'm losing track of the words as well. You are one with the music <laughs> there. That's basically what I'm trying to say. And being part of the music, I'm sure the roller skates play a big role in it and they have a special meaning to you. Now, if you had the chance, to, if you haven't done it yet, but if you had the chance to customize your own roller skates from scratch, what would you make or add on to it? Like what kind of design or anything like that? I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. See, see, like I've only been skating for, um, I've been skating over like three years, um, but I have not really. And see, that's the thing. Like, like I said beforehand, I, I don't feel like I'm at that teaching level yet because it's just like when it comes to building skates itself, like I know some things like, you know, the wheels or the boots, but when it comes to like the actual, like the little parts of roller skating that makes up roller skates, I, I don't really know that much. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't know. The answer is I, I don't really know. I just, I just kind of like do my research on like 
you know, skates that are already available and the rules that come with it. And I'm like, okay, if this is a good fit, I'll buy this one. But I think maybe over time, like once I get more deeply into, you know, roller, cause I'm, I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Like I've been skating for like over three years. So I'm like, okay, I know some things about the moves, but when it comes to actual, like the, the roller skates itself, I'm kind of, you know, I'm not that, <laughs> I'm not all that knowledgeable. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. Cause it's just like, for me, I just like the skates that I get, I just kind of figure out a way how to, you know, do those moves on those skates that I have. So like, I'll, I'll figure out a way when it comes to, you know, the skates, like if there's a move that I'm working on and, you know, if I'm working with a different, you know, skate booth, like I'll figure out a way to, you know, accomplish that move. But, and I haven't really done a lot of research on the makeup of, ro- of roller skates itself. So I can't really answer that question. <laughs> I need to, I need to start learning that though. I really need to start learning that, but no, I, I don't, I can't answer that question for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? No, let me rephrase it. I'll make it even easier or better. If you had to create a design, like what would you put? Like if it puts like a logo on it or a picture, what would you put? Would you put, do you have like a roller skating name? Do you name your roller skates or anything like that? No, um, to be honest, if I had to have a design, I never really thought about that. Um, <laughs> I, you know, what? I'm just going to keep it black. You know, I love my, I love my black skates. I, they look, they look edgy. They look cool. Yeah, I'm going I'm to keep my, you know, I think it'd just be all black, all black skates. So I have bridal skates right now and they're all black and I love it. So I think I, I think the design would just be black. I don't know. Maybe maybe might have my my. I don't know. I'm not you know I'm not the type of person that would flash my name. <laughs> so because I was thinking maybe I should have like a logo that says AJ on there, but I was like nah. I just keep it all black. Keep it simple. There you go. You know, black works with everything, so it's perfectly fine. Yes, that's very true. And for you, what was your biggest challenge when you first started roller skating? What was my biggest challenge? You know, to be honest, my biggest challenge was getting into rhythm skating. That was my biggest challenge was to actually know the basic moves of rhythm skating, like the crazy legs. That move was difficult to do. Like that took me about a month to learn how to do the crazy legs. Yeah. So the basic rhythm skate moves was the most difficult thing for me to learn. Even Spinning came, spinning was easy for me. Like learning how to do like a total spin, that came pretty easy for me. But when it came to actually the dance moves and to make it look smooth, was like the difficult part for me. Even to this day, like I might be recording me skate. I'm just like, man, I look kind of stiff. Let me go ahead and do this again. So uh, yeah, definitely the, learning the basic rhythm skate moves is difficult. I mean, that's the reason when you see a lot of people just do like one move in their videos, because it's just kind of hard to like, you know, transition to another move and make it look, you know, flawless. It's funny because a lot of people might think, oh, spins have to be the difficult. Spins are difficult. But, but spins are difficult for me. Um, but I feel like what's even more difficult is learning like the basic rhythm skate moves. You know what? It sounds like you really did dive into it to learn more about it. And this might be a useless question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. What are your current challenges with roller skating? Oh, no, that's not useless. <laughs> that's definitely not a useless. That, you know, honestly, you know, I think I think about what I want to learn or what I want to accomplish whenever I'm out there practicing. So my current challenges when it comes to roller skating is just being able to do... So for example, like if, if I'm like practicing on freestyling, what's challenging for me, and I think I mentioned this earlier, is to be able to do a move flawlessly. Like I'm able to master a move. So like what I really want to accomplish is like if I'm freestyling something, I can move to another move and I might be able to... I'll be able to do that perfectly. I wouldn't have to just practice that, you know, until I get it right. Like I'm just able to go into that move. And that's really difficult for me. It's just hard. It's hard when you're doing a move and then you're on skates and then you try to go into another move. And it's just hard to make, make, you know, that transition perfect. And so those are the challenges that I, I think that's something that I'm always going to, I think with every rubber skater, that's something that we're always going to try to improve is to be able to, master transitions i guess i am not sure if that makes any sense but um that's the challenges that i face because it's just like i have to practice that you know i have to consistently practice that it's just it's just kind of weird i guess it's just kind of weird explaining it because i don't know yeah so i guess my challenges is just yeah i think that's it (laughs) i can't i don't know how to explain it but no just um oh i guess it's not a challenge but i guess it's just more of like what i want to improve on is uh, I just want to be able to improve on um, mastering transitions. So like, you know, for example, I might be doing the crazy leg and then I might 
transition to doing a sit spin and I want to be able to master that. I don't want to struggle and or have my moves look sloppy. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to make it look clean while I'm going through that. So I guess instead of challenges, like what I want to improve on. Yeah, we just we're gonna leave it like that. <laughs> you know what? That makes perfect sense, and I like the ambition. It's like you know what? I'm just gonna keep trying and keep going at it, and I'm, one day I'm gonna make it my own. And I'm sure that's maybe even tomorrow. Like to Alex, I made it my own. Right after this interview, it's done. I mastered everything. Challenge me, <laughs> right? Because I just like no, no. It's because I'm just like I'm like because with Rory's kidding, you're always learning. So it's just like I think my challenges are more. I think I think of it as more of like improvement. Like what can I improve on? I don't know. Maybe I'm not sure that makes any sense, but that's, that's the way I look at things, you know, cause I'm like challenges. I don't know. I think everything that I'm trying to work on is, I guess that could be the same thing, the same meaning, but yeah, just trying to improve on that, um, that those transitions and being able to stay balanced when I'm doing that, make sure that everything looks clean while I'm doing it, you know? So I think that's what every uh, skater, roller skater tries to aim for when it comes to roller skating. So, so this might be a tough question, but has roller skating ever stressed you out? And if so, what do you do to, let's say, de-stress? Oh, yeah, it, it could definitely stress you out, um, especially when you're trying to get a move down and you, you're not able to get it down. That's, that's really stressful. So like what stresses me out? It's funny because I said that, you know, learning dance moves is difficult. But what stresses me out the most is actually spinning. So, for example, like doing sit spins, like doing different, not just doing a basic toe spin, but like, you know, I think what stresses me out is doing spins. Um, and it's not just the basic spins, but doing like the more complex spins that are kind of stressful because it's just, it's hard to make them look clean. Like, for example, I might be recording myself. I'm like, oh, wow, in my head, like, I, I feel like, you know, I look good when I'm doing it. But when I look back at the recording, I'm like, man, like, I don't look that clean. So and then spins are really, really tiring because depending on the spin that you're doing, like you have to keep balance. You know, sometimes you might get dizzy, you know, you might get exhausted. So if you're doing a sit spin, like your legs might not be able to be as strong as they were, you know, 10 minutes ago. So it's just. Yeah, spins are, I guess I have to say spins can be pretty stressful. Dance moves are difficult to learn, but spins are stressful for me because, you know, what I aim for when it comes to, when it comes to skating is just how clean things look. And I know with some of my spins, they might not look as clean as I thought they were looking. So, you know, going back and trying to correct that is kind of stressful for me. But no, you definitely get, and that could be, um, I don't know. Yeah, skating can be very stressful. There might be days when I'm practicing and I'm just like, man, like I'm not feeling this. I'm definitely not feeling this. And then there's some days where you're just like, man, like I'm on a roll. Like I'm doing this. Yes, I look good. I know I look good. So yes, you (laughs) definitely do have those days. And I I feel like those days are definitely, the you know, when I'm practicing on my spins. So yeah, you, if you start roller skating, you will come across those days, but that's normal for everyone. Everyone, I feel like with every hobby, with every sport, you might have those days where it's just, you know, it's just not it and you're just stressed out. And now for one of the most important questions I ask on every single episode, and I love it so much. What are some misconceptions about people who do roller skating or rhythm skating? <sighs> That's a good one. I don't, I don't, I don't really have an answer to that. I don't really know if there's any, uh, any uh, misconceptions or anything like that. I guess, I guess, I guess with rhythm skating, well, I guess one of the things is like, uh, I, I actually can't answer that. I can't answer that question. Maybe, maybe in the future, I might email you. If, if I, if I come up with something, I would definitely email you that because I can't think of anything. I never really thought about that. Maybe before. here, I'll play the devil's advocate here. These are not misconceptions I believe in, or I don't know, but let's say maybe it's specific for a specific gender or people over a certain age can't do it kind of thing. Would that be misconceptions? Oh, yes, yes, yes. You're good. Okay, that's good. That's a good one. I do get some people DMing, DMing, DMing me. Okay, direct messaging me. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, is it too late for me to start roller skating? And my answer is no. Well, my answer is yes. No, I'm playing around. But no, um, you can roller skate whenever. It doesn't matter what age you are. As long as you're willing to learn and as long as you're willing to put in the work, you can definitely learn how to roller skate everyone can learn how to roller skate so yeah i do i do get some people you know 
messaging me about that. Like, is it too late for me? You know, I'm 50 years old and, you know, I used, you know, I used to roller skate when I was younger and, you know, I'm at that age where I'm not sure if I could do it. And I'm like, you know, anyone can do it. Just take your time. You know, you don't have to rush into things. Like if you, you know, want to learn a certain move, take the time that you need to. So that is definitely a good one that you pointed out. I can't believe I forgot about that because I do get people, you know, messaging me about that. And um, that's a really, yeah, that's a really good one. But yeah, besides that, I can't really think of anything else. Um, Like I said before, if there's anything else, that I could think of in the future, I will definitely message you. <laughs> Perfect. And I'll add it in the description so people can know. These are the things to not believe in. These are false. False, false all the way. <laughs> but, yes. So now the next question, I feel like you might have an answer and I, I'm actually excited to hear it. What has roller skating taught you in life? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, roller skating taught me how to be patient. And that you can do anything that you want to do. I know this is so cliche, but <laughs> you could basically, if you put your mind to it, you could definitely do it. You know, I used to be those people that said, oh, I have to start at a young age. You know, uh, oh, like I can't be good unless if I'm like three years old, you know, you know, you know, learning this hobby. And I used to be those type of, you know, people that had that type of mindset. But then, you know, I just... I wanted to try roller skating. I thought roller skating was pretty dope. Like I said beforehand, it wasn't mainstream. So like, I didn't really have a lot of people judging my skills. You know and I'm saying, cause when you don't have a lot of people doing that, you know, you don't have a lot of people critiquing it, I guess. <laughs> and so, um, I wanted to try it out and, um, I loved it. And the more I got into it, the more I started, you know, improving on, you know, my skills and moves and routines and, um, yeah, I uh, definitely taught me how to be patient and that you can definitely do something if you just put the work in and there's no age that can um, age that you're required to start, you know, a hobby. You know what I'm saying? You could start at the age of 80, you, know, you could start at the age of 50, you could start at the age of three or five. You know, it just depends on your mindset and how much you want to, you know, be good at a certain thing. So I, I love roller skating and I love roller skating because of that. So yeah, it, it has definitely um, improved my life for the better because if it wasn't for roller skating, I wouldn't be doing all the other hobbies that I've, that I've recently enjoyed. Actually, that's actually a good point you just brought up, your other hobbies. So when people go to your Instagram, they also see you do some pole dancing. Do you have like some moves that transfer or some skills or muscle memory that transfer from, let's say, roller skating to pole dancing or pole dancing to roller skating? To be honest, not really. I think the only thing that helped me out with pole dancing um, was getting used to the spins, like the spinning pole. Because with skating, like I do certain spins, like I do a toe spin, I do sit spins, I do, you know, cross spins and stuff like that. So getting used to that dizziness has helped me out with the pole because I'm able to focus on like a certain, like another move that I'm trying to like go into or like if I'm doing a combo in the pole, like I'm not, I'm not going to be as dizzy because I'm used to spinning on my skates. But besides that, not really. Pole's a different a different uh, hobby. Like, it's a different sport. And it's just, I guess, I guess um, even with leg strength, like, I thought I would be, and I'm not, gonna, I'm not sure if it's because of skating. It could be because of skating. But, like, yeah, I feel like the only thing that I got out of it from skating that transferred to pole was, um, was definitely getting used to the spins and um, the speed of the spinning pole that really helped me out because now I'm used to like, you know, just that type of type of motion. There you go. So, yeah, I, a lot of people ask me, oh, are you good at pole because of roller skating? And I'm just like, uh, I don't know about that, uh, just because pole is so different from roller skating. Um, but, you know, like I said beforehand, the spinning motion has definitely helped me out. Now, this might be a really stupid question, but let's say clashing worlds. Would you ever do, let's say, a pole dance routine while wearing your roller skates, kind of doing like a rhythm pole dancing roller skating routine? Yeah. So I actually I did that once. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I don't think it's something I'm going to be doing like every every week because it's just roller skates are heavy. They're really heavy. So like the pole, like it's already difficult enough to like carry your body weight. But when you add roller skates to it, it's kind of hard to do certain moves. So I I think I might, I will continue it, but I'm not going to practice it as much um, just because it's just, I don't know, I kind of just enjoy, you know, the sport, you know, the, you know, I enjoy pole and I'm, 
enjoy roller skating. I just enjoy them separately. So combining it, I might just, you know, I might do that sometimes here and then I might combine, you know, roller skating and pole. But at the same time, uh, I just kind of enjoy, you know, experiencing these hobbies separately. You know, I love, you know, the skate community and I love, you know, the pole community. And yeah, so Maybe maybe once in a while I might do another routine or something. It's kind of like you like ice cream and you also like broccoli, but you know sometimes you don't want to have your broccoli in your ice cream. You know you can yes, like them separately. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> yes, no, no, that's you. You summed that up perfectly. Yes. <laughs> and for you, do you have any word of advice for anybody who might be interested in this hobby? Mm, yeah. So if you're interested in roller skating, do your research. Do your research because I get a lot of people messaging me asking me, hey, what type of skates should I get? And like, hey, like my response is always like, hey, do your research because like I said, I think I mentioned this earlier in our conversation, you know, what works for me might not work for you. So I can't tell you, hey, you know, these skates would be perfect for you. I haven't even met you before. So how would I know that, you know, the skate would be compatible for you? You know what I'm saying? So definitely do your research. And then also if you're serious about roller skating, go to the roller rink. You know, there's tons of, you know, OG roller skaters that can teach you and that can really help you out instead of, you know, maybe watching a tutorial, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, definitely go to, so I guess those are my two advice is, oh, oh, actually a third one. And if you're into rhythm skating, always try to stay on beat when you're dancing. Always try to stay on beat. So I guess do your research on the skates that you want. Go to the roller rink to learn from OG roller skaters. And then three, if you're, you know, really trying to master, you know, rhythm skating or gym skating, always try to stay on beat. Because if you're, you know, if you have dreams of competing or even being a professional roller skater, um, it's very vital for you to stay on beat. Instead of just learning moves separately and then not really being able to incorporate it into a routine or freestyling. So those are my three advice. For anyone that's interested in roller skating. And I would imagine if for those who are trying to stay on beat, you don't have to go with the most complicated song at first. You can find a simple like, this is like a boom yes. clap, boom clap, just to practice. And then you work your way up. It's baby steps. But in this case, it's baby rolls. Uh, I don't know if that's a, yes. <laughs> a translation. No, no, that's, you are, you're, you're 100% correct. It doesn't have to be complex. It doesn't have to be crazy. It could just be the basic, basic beat. And then once you're able to do a move, you know, on that beat on point, then maybe have a more crazier beat or, you know, like, or, you know, just, you know, just practice. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what type of song. Cause here's the thing. Um, yeah, the song is important, but what's even more important is how you're executing those moves, you know? So yeah, the song might be slow, but if you have, you know, if you're executing the moves, if you're looking good, if you're looking flawless, that's going to really show more than the song that you're listening to so and that's the that's the thing that you want to focus on is just being able to get those moves down so yeah you're 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 correct on that yes i'm knowledgeable in certain things <laughs> <laughs> now i've asked this question at the beginning of the episode but i'll ask it again at the end do you have any social media links websites or projects you're working on that you would love people to come check out and show you some love yes um so like i said before i i have an instagram account you can go on a well it's aj bolton so A period J Bolton. Um, so B O T. Sorry, I cannot even spell my last name correctly. So it's A period J period B O L T O N. Um, that's my social media for now. Like I said beforehand, maybe I, it kind of just depends on where this goes. You know, I might have, I might be more serious on TikTok. I actually don't even know my TikTok name. That's how I, I'm. Not, that's how bad <laughs> I am on TikTok. Like I don't even know my username. But yeah, I don't have, I don't have a YouTube. I don't have a Facebook. Well, I do have a Facebook, but I'm not active on there. I'm actually planning to delete that, to be honest. But yeah, if you want to, you know, follow me, just follow me on AJ Bolton and, you know, send me a message and I'll, I'll definitely respond. So yes, thank you so much for, uh, taking the time to interview me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So I'll put all those links down below. And you know what? If you don't remember your TikTok, you can just send it to me later and I'll <laughs> add that down below because yes. I don't remember some of my stuff like for my Twitter because I have like time for your hobby podcast, but the Twitter does, it says it's too long. So I'm like, it's T-F-Y-H podcast. But sometimes I'm like, is it T-Y-F? And I've done that in the middle of interviews where I was interviewed. I'm like, yeah, this is my Twitter, but I misspelled it. Thanks, <laughs> dyslexia. Yes. So that my dyslexia just kicked in. It's like, all right, yeah, you, you're going to mess this one up. 
and you know what you actually remind me i actually have a twitter but i even forgot i like i said beforehand the only social media that i'm really active on is instagram so i will go ahead and i will send you a link to that yeah i, I did remember it. i just remember <laughs> that i have a twitter account uh, which is pretty bad <laughs> you gotta have a twitter account you have to have a tumblr account you have to have a myspace account you have to have a you have to have all the accounts apparently nowadays <laughs> yes yes and like I'm getting, like I said beforehand, I'm 26 and I'm just at that point where I'm just like, you know, you know, I'm good <laughs> without social media. I don't really, I, I, I go on social media because I like to post, you know, what I do, my hobbies and stuff like that, like photography, poll and stuff like that. But it's just, besides that, I, I, I'm, I'm good without it. So no, I appreciate you taking the time to interview me. Thank you. This is my first interview. So hopefully, you know, especially when it comes, yeah, especially with skating. So I'm not sure if I worded those things correctly. You nailed it. But no. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. I just, cause I never really explained when I was skating like this, you know, with the interview and stuff, but now I appreciate you taking the time to like, you know, listen to my, listen to my stories and my feedback and stuff. So I really appreciate that. Where I really love the energy you brought in. you like, you started talking to a complete stranger. Like, you know what? I, I trust this guy good enough to answer some of his stupid <laughs> questions. Why not? And actually, speaking about stupid question, the last one is probably the stupidest one. You're probably like, oh, maybe I'm going to reevaluate what I just thought of you. Do you have any questions for me about roller skating? No, I no, I don't have any questions. And all your questions were not stupid at all. I guess yes. for me, it's just I haven't really. No, you did a you did a wonderful job. It's just for me, I've never really explained roller skating like this before. So I was kind of like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm wording this correctly. So no, all your questions were were really amazing, and this really helped me out because if I have other interviews, I will probably have to, you know, <laughs> some of these questions will appear too. So no, I definitely appreciate you taking the time to interview me. And I'm looking forward to listening to this pod. Oh, well, I guess this interview, you said it's going to come out in a year, right? Well, I'm going to keep you updated for that. And if I've asked you good enough questions that you can use later on for more interviews, I'll ask you one more. What yeah. did you have for breakfast yes, on July 12th, 1996? There. That'll throw you off. No, I'm kidding. Don't. Oh, I was about to say, I think I had like maybe like some... Some gerbers, babies. <laughs> Wait, is, is that what you call it? gerbers? Yeah, 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 yeah. Gerbers, gerbers. <laughs> I think that's what I had. Yeah, yes. I think. I, yeah, it was a really, it was a really delicious meal. <laughs> I, I, you know, my mom. You know, she she fed it to me, and <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> See, now you're ready for any interview at this point. That's perfect. Yes, you helped me out a lot. This was fun. This was a lot of fun. I think I talked too much. No, I think no. My answers were <laughs> this is perfect. This is the perfect amount of time. You talk till your heart's content. You like share whatever you want to share. And that's the objective with this podcast. And this pretty much brings it to a closing. So there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thank you so much, Amber, for coming <laughs> on and just, you know, spilling your heart out in a good way, just sharing your passion. And I'm glad in a way that I'm your first interview. Hopefully I left a good yeah. impression. I didn't sound too much like a fool if I did. That's my objective anyways. I'm, I'm basically a fool in life, so that's cool. And uh, if you guys want to learn more about Amber, you should go check her out. I'll put all the links down below in the description, so it'll be very easy to find. Go show her some love. She is a lovely human being, and she loves to skate, pole dance, and just talk to strangers like myself. But make sure to be <laughs> respectful and kind, and then she'll be kind back. So, yes, thank you so much, Amber. Thank you. You have a wonderful day, okay? Congratulations on your family. Yeah, thank you. And also, if you guys want to learn more about, uh, not learn more about me, but I mean, if you guys are interested in being on my podcast or have any questions at all, you can send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. And of course, if you like the podcast, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or pretty much anywhere you can leave reviews. That'd be greatly appreciated. Also, if you like the podcast and want to show some more support, this is completely optional. You don't need to do this, but I sell merchandise on Redbubble with the Time for Your Hobby logo on things you do not need. Maybe roller skates will be one of those things. Probably don't want that. But either way, it's there. I also have a Patreon up if you're interested. But once again, it's completely optional. It will not encourage me or discourage me from making any more episodes. These are just coming out because I love talking to amazing people like Amber. So once again, thank you, Amber. Thank you so much for having me on this. I appreciate it. So until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care. Bye.